Welcome to This Versus That, Making Wedding Decisions with Kelly McWilliams. This podcast is for you if you're making a wedding decision and want to know what to consider before saying I do to all the things that will make your wedding experience a great one. I'm your host, Kelly McWilliams, and I'm so glad to be a part of your wedding planning journey. In each episode, you can count on me and my expert wedding co-hosts to give you everything it takes to make the best decisions for the wedding that you're dreaming of. Hey, guess what? It's the last episode for this season. It has been the most wonderful season. I don't, I really enjoyed it. And this last episode is all about planning your honeymoon, which, um, I don't, I feel like we talked about it, like maybe not honeymoons, but like it may be honeymoons and mini moons or anniversary getaways. I feel like we talked about that with Oniki. But um, so we have Pamela on today from Wetaways, and boy, did she spill it about planning honeymoons. I asked her so many questions. I know it's usually like the back and forth, but I learned so much during this that I had to ask her a million questions. I was like, now is my chance. Um, so and I'm really excited because I feel like this actually could be a game changer for you guys. Um, and maybe just like, truly the easy button you didn't even know was there. Um, I'm hundred percent going to call her from now on to, to be honest with you, because this is, I'm just completely enlightened. Okay. So let's get uh, Pamela on the line and we can do all about honeymoons. Hi Pamela. I'm so thrilled that you came on to be my official first like travel person. I am excited to be here. So thank you, Kelly, for inviting me. I'm honored. I'm excited uh, in all the things. I'm excited that this is your first podcast. This is my first podcast. And I know we went all through COVID and there were <laughs> podcasts going on. And this is why I am an avid podcast listener. Oh, are you? Yeah, well, that's good. But this is really excited, exciting. So thank you again for having me. Well, I think you have a great voice for it, too. Thank you. Okay, so we're gonna we're our episode topic is planning your own honeymoon versus having a professional like you um like guide you through the process or plan the whole thing for you in like silver platter, because you kind of do both of those things, don't you? We do, we do. Mostly the latter. Silver platter is our forte. We like to just plan everything and make it amazing. Okay, cool. So because this is your first time in the show, why don't you tell us a little bit about you, specifically Pamela Goldman, and then all about what ways. Thank you. I would love to. Um, I'm Pamela Goldman, co-founder of Wetaways Travel. Um, I wasn't always in the travel space. I parlayed into this industry about eight years ago when I developed Wetaways with my mom. So my mom is my business partner, which is fun, amazing, all-encompassing, all, all of the things all at once. Um, and before travel, I worked in the startup world. So I helped startups become acquired by bigger companies. Um, and that really laid the framework for tackling big life transitions and um, just big adventures because 
selling a company is quite an adventure. And so I would imagine. (laughs) um, So it actually worked really well to parlay into this, um, into the travel sphere that I am in now. Um, And Wetaway's Travel is a luxury travel agency. Um, So we specialize in five-star extraordinary experiences. So you're a travel agency. We are a travel agency. I did not even know that. Yes. You're going to teach me so much today. I'm very excited. Okay. I shouldn't have interrupted you. Okay. No, So please. you opened. Yes. We started a travel agency, but the why that may not be so apparent at first is because we developed our brand specifically for the wedding market. So rather than mm-hmm. being just like a regular travel agency that, you know, books, you know, Aunt Jane and Uncle mm-hmm. Joe's travel to Minnesota and business travel and all these different types of travel, we really specialize in this romance travel. Um, So we partner with wedding planners. We help with some of the wedding travel needs of their events. Um, But we also plan extraordinary honeymoons globally all over the world. So uh, that is a huge part of our business. And I like to say that we're really romance travel specialists because it is what we do. We're not just a travel agency that plans a couple of honeymoons here and there. We plan, what we do is plan honeymoons. Um, and then, you know, that turns into other types of trips for our former honeymoon couples. Um, but our core really is honeymoon travel. So it's an amazing part of the travel industry because it's, of course, really happy, which hopefully all travels are, but it's so special because couples go into planning their honeymoon a lot of times wanting it to be romantic, wanting it to be special, wanting it to be once in a lifetime. So it's really a privilege to be part of that experience with couples. Can I ask you two questions? Please. Like when I hear romance travel, I'm not quite sure what that means. What is, what is that? Is that something that I should, is that a word, words I should know? <laughs> no, and it's a good question. It's kind of like a buzz phrase uh, okay. because it's just a, a, a more general way of saying that we specialize in honeymoons. Um, and when we say romance travel, and, and I probably should also say that not all of our couples who we plan honeymoons for are romantic or want anything romantic. I have some couples that say, we're not romantic. We're not into it. We want to be with a bunch of other people. Like we just oh, don't okay. want the one-on-one as much. Maybe they've been together for you know decades or maybe they just like to be in groups. But um, so I should probably rename that kind of buzz phrase. But romance travel is just like an all-encompassing way of saying we really specialize in honeymoons, mini moons, okay. um, anniversary trips, everything that's kind of centered around the wedding in some way. Okay. I, I, I'm like, remember I told you, I was like, I'm going to interrupt you because you're making me think of all these questions I want to ask you now. So, okay. So there's honeymoons, which you take right after your get wedding, get wedding right after you get married. Um, or maybe not even just right. A lot of my clients don't do them right afterwards. They're like, you know, we're going to do the wedding and then we're going to do the honeymoon. Like, three months, six months, nine months later to kind of separate those times. But um, you also mentioned a couple of other things. So do you like, are mini moons like, like the um, mini moons follow right behind the wedding, but they're short. 
Exactly. And then they come do the big one later. Is that what that is? Yeah, exactly. We saw a ton of the mini moon in like the real COVID height. Mm-hmm. Um, so like 2020, 2021, we had a lot of couples getting married domestically and doing just a three night getaway the day after the wedding or two days after the wedding, okay. somewhere either domestic um, or a quick jaunt to Mexico, which was relatively open during COVID or yeah, completely open actually. So um, mm-hmm. they did, you know, a quick getaway to Mexico because it was easy and quick, um, still luxurious, still amazing, still felt like something special and then saved the bigger honeymoon to a location that may have just been, had closed borders at that time and they wanted yeah. to plan it for later. Oh, okay. Okay. I do a lot of destination weddings. So immediately my thought is they're already kind of at a destination and a lot of my clients in particular will go somewhere close by for a little mini moon but not like right at the same resort you know they'll still leave town like somewhere else in the state of florida or something like that but then they also have big weddings or honeymoons planned Okay, and then that, you that guys... happens a lot too. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. That happens a lot too. They they get married in a destination like we have a lot of Cabo weddings, so they'll change hotels for three nights, stay in Cabo, and yes. then you know six months, eight months, a year later they'll do a honeymoon. Okay, when most people do that, do they plan them separately or at the same time? It depends on the couple, and it depends like how much they want to take on their plate at that moment. Okay. Many of them are also in the thick of planning their wedding. Um, you know, they're using a, a talented professional like you. They have a wedding planner, um, but they still, it's it can be overwhelming to plan both, even though a mini moon is, is pretty quick and straightforward. Um, mm-hmm. I would say it's about a split. Half of our couples will say, okay, I want to do a quick honeymoon, a quick mini moon to, you know, somewhere beachy. And then I want to do the big honeymoon to on safari um, and we'll okay. plan them both simultaneously. And then okay. some will say, let's just get the, the mini moon booked and then we'll talk about the honeymoon. So those could be within a week of one another, or they could, okay. you know, they may take a couple of months break before planning the next trip. Okay. And then um, uh, what, what other kind of like little vacations for romantic travel is that what you, i already forgot it was yeah we just travel. call it romance travel and romance travel so what other kind of other getaways or vacations do you guys do but just so i can kind of get those like listed somewhere totally and there are a lot of them and we okay. believe every trip could be a romance trip <laughs> I would say like the real mind well if you really like your wife or husband you <laughs> <laughs> hopefully yeah um I would say that the milestones really are like right after the wedding, like a mini moon, a honeymoon, a baby moon. So, you know, that's like the, that's usually the next big kind of romance getaway would be a baby Mm -hmm. moon anniversary trips. So we have one um, couple that we plan every year to a new big destination on their anniversary. Um, That's really fun and really big. Um, and then sometimes our couples will have like a milestone birthday. They're turning 40, but they want to do just a one-on-one trip with their partner. And that kind of turns into a romance trip. Do you guys do non-romance, meaning like bachelor and bachelorette? We trips? do. Okay. We do. And that kind of came from our honeymoon business. 
um, mm-hmm. and our relationship with, you know, the top wedding planners in the U.S. like you, they okay. just kind of turned into that. Yes, we absolutely do high end, of course, bachelor and bachelorette um, and other group travel. We have a couple right now. We just planned they are, he's celebrating his 35th birthday and they're going with a group of friends to Mexico and it's non, it's definitely not romantic. It's definitely a fun group trip, but we Mm -hmm. can plan that. Um, So some of our clients only want us to touch their travel. So we plan their business travel. Um, Some of our clients own companies and they want to do a corporate retreat. And so we plan that travel. So it definitely, we definitely can plan all types of high-end travel. Um, We just kind of specialize in- Got it. Got it. So you know all the things so you can actually do all the things. It's just, you really know the wedding industry well. Yes. And And, I love couples. Okay. Well, we love that you love weddings. (laughs) Oh yeah. I love it. And it's just such a beautiful thing to be a part of. So I love it. It really is. So, okay. So let's talk a little bit about what the differences are between like when someone's trying to plan their honeymoon on their own versus when they work with someone like you, are you the only people that do this or is there other companies? I have to ask. Absolutely. And there are other companies. Absolutely. And I mean, any travel agent can book a honeymoon, can plan a honeymoon. It's just, it's not everybody's forte. And I would say when you are looking for a professional to plan a honeymoon specifically, you Mm -hmm. should seek out ones that have experience and that kind of tote themselves as honeymoon Honeymoon. planners or romance planners, because we kind of um, we, we look at it through a different lens. It's not just an epic trip. Um, it's an, it's a really special epic trip. Yeah. And we also know what to ask of the hoteliers and we know, you know, how to kind of finesse the trip. So, but there are awesome. absolutely other professionals that can plan exquisite honeymoons for sure. Okay. So explain to me, you know, like what having someone like you alleviates as far as like, like the workload or the research, I imagine the costs, like, yeah, I I feel like I just need to ask you to like spill it. (laughs) Totally. And I'm so happy to, because let me tell you something, Kelly, and a lot of people think that travel agents are uh, from the past and, you know, I did, I did, I I confess, I confess. Totally. This is why we do these episodes because we don't know. Exactly. And, you know, it's our job, my job as the next generation travel advisor um, to really change the, the, the course of the conversation um, mm-hmm. and tell people that we are a thing of today. And actually more than ever, you need a travel advisor. Um, you can certainly do it on your own. I mean, I have some couples that love to research and they know mm-hmm. exactly which hotels they want to stay, but they don't want to have to put the pieces together of how to get here to here and what to uh. do in each place. Um, so a lot of times we are very interactive with our couples. We're planning the trip together. Um, oh, other times they okay. say, well, I want an epic trip and I want to go to South America. And then we just plan the whole thing, but it just depends on the person. Um, mm-hmm. But I'll break it down like this. And I am a planner, obviously I plan honeymoons and I love to research and I always would plan my own trips prior to 
really entering this industry as a professional. And I did, of course, plan my trips like a travel advisor. That's why I make a very good one. But I will say that it was difficult to know what resources were legit and what weren't because Google is just like, it's a it's such a huge resource. Google. And I feel like, sorry, I told you I was going to interrupt you. No, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I feel like, like I, like more recently, like in the last year, I've been like following more influencers because I've been traveling a little bit more. And I, you know, I have to wonder like how much of that is really real and how much of that is made to make it look that much better you know, and it's coming at different angles and um, you, they're only going to show you what they want to show you. And so, okay, sorry, I had to put my No, no, you're absolutely there. right. And I was going to actually touch on that because that's a really important remark. And first of all, Google, you if you Google um, what to do with three days in Paris, you're going to get mm. all kinds of stuff show up and all types of companies, um, you know, purporting to be the best at the uh, food tour of Paris. You know, there's so much out there that it can be very overwhelming, but also you may not be going to the right place for what you want to do. Um, yeah. So working with a professional will really help to drown out a lot of the noise. Um, and we have direct connections with local artisans, with local um destination specialists. So we're not just looking online ourselves for the best food tour in Paris. Mm -hmm. I call my contact who is in Paris and I tell her, I have a couple that's coming and they want to do a fantastic food tour and they love chocolate and they love baguettes and we want to put together something really fantastic. And they will bring, you know, the, um, the pastry chef from the top hotel in Paris to demonstrate mm-hmm. something live. I mean, we really, that's what you get when you work with a professional is really insider access and knowledge. Um, yeah. And so it's just kind of like hiring a wedding planner. It's the same exact, thing. It's the all same. the reasons that you would hire a wedding planner because you only know what you know. You don't know what you don't know. And you like you can easily overspend. You don't know how to cut costs. You don't know how long it's going to take to do something or who the right experts are. Uh, I could go. I mean, I feel like you're exactly me, except for you work after me. Exactly. <laughs> well, you're going to walk, probably work in unison. It's probably at the same time. But you know what I mean? Like, that's exactly what you, that's. I feel like that's exactly what it is. But OK, yeah. so I have to ask you. Do do they pay? Do people pay you directly? How does it work? Yes, good question. So, and I want to just make a comment that yes, we're a parallel to you. Um, okay. It's the same reasons they hire you. Obviously, you're planning an entire wedding. That's you know a, a lot bigger of um, an event, but it's just like seeking out a professional to find yeah. you. Yes, yeah, you have a fee, of course. But my God, I bet every single couple is, says that was the best money I ever spent was yeah. on my wedding planner. Um, mm. And travel advisors, myself included, have fees as well because as much as we love to do this, you know, we do need to make a living. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we do have fees. And I will say the fees for a travel advisor, because it's different 
than what a wedding planner does and, and wedding planners don't mm-hmm. earn commission. Um, we do, travel advisors earn commission on what we book. So oh, that's okay. a little bit of an information for everybody who doesn't know anything about a travel company or working with a travel advisor. We earn commission on the hotels that we book. Um, it does not increase the price that a couple pays. So oh, okay. they see a price online, they're going to pay the same price if they book it through me or if they book it direct. In fact, sometimes because we have a lot of insider access, we can actually get a better rate. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, depending, plus we add a lot of perks like free breakfast, an upgrade, um, you know, and then special honeymoon things when they check in. So yes, they pay us a fee, but that fee is that easily just taken care of as soon as we book one hotel for them. Um, okay. And fees range, fees range um, between te- travel advisors. Some mm-hmm. charge an hourly fee. Um, some charge a flat fee, which is what we do based on the scope of the trip. So I would say that you'll find travel advisors that will charge $250 per couple. You'll find travel advisors that charge $5,000 per couple. Um, and that a lot of times depends on the scope of the trip. We mm. charge between $750 and $1,500, okay. depending on the scope of the trip. So, okay. it, you know, um, 10 days in Europe, so it's it's closer to the $750 to $1,000 mark. If mm-hmm. it's three weeks in Africa, um, then it's a $1,500 fee. And But you're doing, like, all the things, like flights and hotel transportation? Yes. Is all everything. That? Everything. E- you can do... We can do as much or as little as the couple want, but typically, so typically our couples are, they're booking flights with points um, because they just, a lot of times they've paid for much of the wedding on their credit card. And so they've earned, you know, a million points from all of the money (laughs) that they've spent. And um, so a lot of times they'll book flights on their, on their credit card, you know, however they want to book through Mm -hmm. points or through, sorry, they book flights through points. Um, that's totally fine with us. The only thing that we can't facilitate is um, booking hotels with points. We don't facilitate that. Uh, yeah. so they'll well, book that their own fair. flights. Yeah. And so they'll book their own flights. And then as soon as they touch down in the airport, we will start providing every single service throughout their trip. So we can have, and for most honeymoons, I'd say about 75% of our honeymoons we have somebody meet the couple at the door of the plane and they take them through immigration. So they're saving like a ton of time. Yes. They're saving a ton of time. They have a dedicated assistant that whisks them through while they wave at the people waiting in the customs line and they get to go all the way to the front. So you guys can't see this, but my jaw just dropped because I had no idea. Like to me, that right there is worth it because the second you leave this country, it is like customs and lines and you don't know what to pull up where and do I turn left or right. And everything's written in a different language. I feel like that, that is the scariest and most frustrating part of travel to me. So I feel like that right there pays for the. (laughs) Totally. And it's also your first experience when you land. So, I mean, what's better than that? Having somebody just, there's nothing more special feeling than that. And I have done this for many, many years and I book that service for myself when I travel. And even though I, you know, do it 10 times a year with Mm -hmm. that same service, every time I have an assistant 
pick me up from the door of the airplane. I feel truly VIP because yeah. there's nothing more VIP than that. And you've got a lot of people looking at you like, oh my God, who is this? Is this a celebrity? Do I need to, to like take a picture? Have the big black glasses on. Yeah. And yes. Yeah. Because hiding under really, a hoodie. <laughs> and, and you can't, most of the time, a, a regular person, if you will, like just a, a not a travel advisor cannot mm. book that service on their own. We book it through our partners in the country. So many times that's not even available for somebody to book on their own. So that's already something that we can offer. And then we, of course, take care of them every step of the way. So transportation, hotel activities. Um, if we're going to a destination like it's Africa, Eastern or Southern Africa, safari mm-hmm. requires charter flights and requires complicated logistics. We handle all of that. So truly it is a white glove service. And sometimes our couples are like, I don't want to touch this. I'm busy thinking about the wedding. I'm busy working. You do everything. And we plan soup to nuts, the most amazing trip within their budget constraints. And sometimes our couples are like, I really like the planning process. So I want to be involved in it. And Mm -hmm. we work with them in tandem. Hey, this is a safari lodge we're going to book. Um, Take a look at some pictures. Here's an alternative around the same price point. Take a look at some pictures. What do you prefer? So we'll go that way too. Oh, um, okay. Lots of times they've seen things from influencers on Instagram. So yeah. they'll say, what about this? And because we know, we'll say, well, yeah, it looks beautiful in pictures, but let me tell you the real lowdown on what this is. Those influencers are being paid to, to deliver yeah. this message and from a professional, let me tell you how the you know the scoop on what this really is. So yeah, the scoop is they got bit bugs. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that has happened. <laughs> yes. Um, so there are a lot of benefits. Not to knock doing it on your own. I think I I find great joy in planning travel. So I can understand that others would too, but it's great to have a guide, you know, somebody that's saying, yeah, "Yeah, this is great. Or you know what? Let's look at the logistics of the itinerary. It doesn't really work for what you want to do location wise. So let's, you know, let's think of something else. And I can't tell you, Kelly, how many times a couple says, I just planned this honeymoon with, I I just planned this wedding with my wedding planner. And, you know, we had 300 people and it was a four day event. And it was this huge this huge production and we just want to lay on the beach and just chill out. And they're like, mm-hmm. so we want to go to Greece and Greece is beautiful, but we explain to them what Greece chill out on the beach looks like versus somewhere like French Polynesia where you have Bora Bora or the Maldives or um, some of the African islands or the Caribbean. So we get to tell them, hey, I love what you're thinking, but if you really want to chill out, these are the destinations you want to consider. Um, and opposite- and Greece is hard to get to. Greece can be hard to get to. Yeah. And the beach is- That was one of the longest there. trips back and forth I ever took. <laughs> yeah. I, can recall. I mean, especially if there are no direct flights to Athens, for sure that can be, you know. I mean, that was a long trip. I'm glad I went. But I also, just like you said, I didn't know when I went to Greece. I looked at like one picture. And, you know, like everyone thinks it's all just like those white buildings, like on a cliff, like looking to blue water. Mm-mm. That is not all of Greece. Not even close. It's like one island there or something, right? Totally. But, uh, but I also didn't realize like 
their beaches aren't all sand. The one I went to, I don't know if they're all like that, but the one I was at, it was pebbles. Huh? It was really cool, but I was like, I, I never seen anything like it. But it's like that is not a like relax on the beach kind of place. Totally not. Exactly. It's not where you go if you want that like soft white sand, yeah, poised water with the fruity drink brought to you. You know, yeah, that that's kind not of Greece. service. No, there there are great destinations for that, and Greece is amazing. But if you, you would be remiss to go to Greece without doing some of the highlights of. The history, yachting, um, wine, you know, there's so much more. So I think that the knowledge, just like anything, hiring a professional for a professional job is worth it because there's just so much more that you will get out of it as opposed to trying to do it on your own. Back to you don't know what you don't know because you only know what you've been exposed to and there's only so much research. Can I ask you a question? So do you... Have you like gone to many of the places yourself or someone on your team or just like, and then some of the places that you said, I think you said you have like relationships with people who really like are there boots on the ground. Who can say exactly like, like you got like, what do they call them? The CIs what are they, in the, like the criminal TV shows where they have the person that knows everything. Yes. Um, what are those people called? CI, was it a detective or the um, private it's investigator? Like the, no, it's like it's the person. It was a criminal. It was actually they were criminals turned. Um, oh, like undercover? No, yeah, no. They used to be criminals, but now they pay them under like the police pay them to give them information. Oh, I think that is undercover. Or I, I got to watch more of those shows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting so off track here, but you have your people there. So is, so for most people like you um, who provide this service, have you been to most of these places and experienced most of them and have all that insider knowledge? Like, let me tell you like what it actually is. And, oh, I've had the pizza at this place and that kind of thing. Yeah. Great question. So yes. And you'll find this with, all good travel advisors. We are extremely well traveled. Um, mm. So we travel all the time. I mean, two weeks out of the month, typically. Um, oh, wow. Not, not everybody, but that's how our team travels. So mm -hmm. yes, we have gone not everywhere. Um, I have a team that works with me. I have a team of five. Um, mm -hmm. I have one stationed in Portugal. So she's traveling throughout Europe all the time. And it's not only to go and experience um, the destination, but also especially post-COVID, things change. Hotels change. Oh. What used to be the best in the destination is uh -huh. probably not the best in the destination five years later. So, you know, you could work with a travel advisor who has, you know, 10 year in the industry and, has been doing this for 40 years, but if they hadn't been to the destination in the last five years, you know, then you, so much you could have changed. Yeah. So much could have changed. And obviously we are people, so we can't go everywhere, but mm -hmm. in every single destination that we plan, we have boots on the ground and they're not employed by my company. They are independent companies that work with select travel advisors all over the world. So they uh. are our, vendors, if you will, but mm -hmm. they are not direct to consumer. So 
a person couldn't find them and start to plan a trip with them. Got they it. only work with the travel trade. And then through us, you know, of course, offer the service to our clients. But another, and I think one of the biggest reasons to work with a travel professional is because when you are in travel, we have a local phone number available for you 24 hours a day. So if you are in Italy and you find yourself in a big pickle because you took a wrong left or, <laughs> you know, whatever, you have a medical emergency, God forbid, or, you know, something, you need something immediately. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a local number that you call 24 hours a day. We also give you a number that you could correspond with via WhatsApp that is local. Of course, they also have access to our team, but being there, it feels good to have a number that is also there that they could call in case of a need. Um, so we provide that to you. So you're not like, oh my God, who do I call? What do I do? I need to cancel the rest of my trip. Like, how do I put that into motion? Oh my God, I need to do that all myself now. No, we have that done for you. And I will say oh, that. That's so nice. Yeah. And Even also, just for peace of mind. Exactly. Yeah. And during COVID, I think the use of travel advisors probably quadrupled. I think mm. people are starting to use us more and more and more because during COVID, it was a real, it was so difficult to change plans, um, try and get refunds and try and postpone and all of these things was, was so difficult without an advocate. And a travel advisor is your advocate. So I never looked at it that way. I'm yeah. glad you said that and put that word there. Yeah. So just much like, like you guys, you're the advocate of your clients. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. I use that word all the time because it's exactly that. Totally. I feel like I have learned so much in half an hour. Like, I mean, I, I don't think I realized. I don't think I, it's okay. But really my favorite part was like the, like getting greeted at the airport. Like, yeah, I, it's I, I mean, it's your honeymoon. It's like, it should feel that special, you know? And I feel like this is easy, but I do want to ask one other question. Do you think, do you know, I should say, do you know, is it most often that people in the end will save money with using your service? Or do you find it's more that you're not necessarily saving money, but the value in what you get is just exponentially more? Great question. And it depends how, and I hate to do this, but it depends how you consider saving money. So okay. overall, yes, the value is much better than if they did it on their own. So in that sense, they're saving money because they're saving time and they're saving, you know, a, a trip that we plan to South Africa is going to be a better value than they can plan themselves because we okay. also work with partners who have contracted rates. So a lot of times those are better than the rates that anybody is going to get on their own. So yes, in that sense, definitely. But I will say that a lot of times because we know destinations, a couple will come to us and say, I want to spend, I'm just going to throw out a number $30,000 for two weeks. And I want to do a safari in Southern Africa. I want to go to Cape Town. I want to go drink wine. And then I want to go on safari. And we'll say, great. Um, we'll start planning the trip and we will let them know at which parts they may want to splurge a little bit because it's mm -hmm. an experience that's worth splurging on. And a lot of times, just like a wedding, they will end up over their budget by choice because they have decided to 
quote unquote upgrade or splurge on something that's really extraordinary, like a helicopter to the top of the mountain for a private gin tasting. Um, that's something that we do a lot in Cape Town, which is amazing. And so that's a really special experience. They'll splurge on that. So they may go over the budget a little bit, but yeah. always by choice and always a great value. I will say that 100% find yourself a travel advisor that can plan epic honeymoons because yes, there may be an upfront fee, um, but it is always well. It sounds like it pays for itself to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah. I just want to go on lots of honeymoons now. I need to book <laughs> some more weddings. You deserve it. But, um, but even just for those little things, like those excursions and, and like, I feel like you could never find the quality it, is my guess that you guys have available to you like, like, like that in the amount of time. Oh my, I just can't even imagine. Is it, so you said $30,000 is how much does safari cost? Cause I don't even know that, you know, it really depends um, because there is no cost really. It did like, and that's also a misconception about an African safari. A lot of people think you need to have a huge budget to do African. Yeah, safari. I definitely did. That's not necessarily true. You can do a safari, you know, with being more budget conscious. Mm -hmm. um, we don't plan every level of safari because our connections and relationships really are at the high end. Okay. Um, but I would say that, you know, you need, I would say you need at least a thousand dollars per person per day. If you okay. want to consider it that way. So like. That's like, a smart way to look at it. Yeah. And that would get you in, but also to understand that when you're on safari at the safari lodges, everything is included. So all of your meals, oh. all of your alcohol, all of the game drives. So sometimes it can be a sticker shock when you're doing something in Africa because you're like, oh, you know, that's a, but if you consider all that you're saving by not spending on food and alcohol, mm. it's actually, it, it's, it's a pretty good value. Yeah. Because like, if you go to Paris, um, you know, you got to pay for your tickets to go in the Eiffel Tower. You got to go pay for every class of one you have. You have to pay for your train to get from here to there. So it, th those little things add up and you don't see it. Like when you're planning it yourself, you don't see just the bottom line. Do sure. you, I'm sorry, we're going like way over 30 minutes here, but I have so many questions. So when someone comes to you, should they come with anything um, like prepared for you? Like, should they come and say, we have blank amount of dollars and we want to be somewhere beachy or we have blank amount of dollars and we want to go somewhere cold and we, but we don't like to ski, but we want to be outside. Like, is that how it yeah. goes? So the more information, of course, the better, but we can pull out a lot of information on our initial okay. discovery call. So we, we always have a first call with a couple that's usually about 30 minutes long. And we ask mm -hmm. them a lot of questions about themselves, about their travel style. Where have they been in the world that's been their favorite experience? What hotel have they stayed in that's been their favorite experience? Um, the more information they already have is great. Like some couples say, oh, I absolutely know I want to go to Bora Bora for one week and I'm going right after the wedding and I want to stay at the Four Seasons and it's very, you know, straightforward and we book it for them and we add all kinds of perks and it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And could they have booked that online because it was only a resort that they were booking? Yeah, they could have, but we provide a lot of value in all of the perks that we yeah. can add, um, upgrades and things like that. 
And also they have us to touch base with. Oh my gosh, my flight was canceled. Oh, the boat, the weather, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We're there for them. So the, the more information, the better, but we really can pull that out. I would say the most important things to come to a conversation about the honeymoon with would be budget. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times we have a call with a couple and they're like, well, I don't know how much does it cost. And just like if they asked you how much a wedding costs, there are so many variables. There's no yeah. way we can give you that answer. Yeah. Um, so when, like when I talk to cl- clients, the very first c- phone call, I say, tell me what you're comfortable with spending and yeah. tell me what you, the maximum is that you can spend. So I know really where we're sitting. And as soon as they're like, oh, okay. So I see, I understand there's flexibility there. Like, but give me those two numbers, you know, and um, open the doors for that. Yeah. And we need that too. And totally fair that people don't know how much it, it costs because how would they, if it's the first wedding and first honeymoon they're planning, they don't know how much things cost. We're there to guide them. But if they, if they want to go on an epic three week, you know, trip to Australia and New Zealand, um, we can tell them right off the bat if they're working with a budget that's too low. So that's why yeah, it's really, that's important. so good. Yeah. We, it's really important to know a budget to have discussed that with their partner or their families, whoever's putting the mm-hmm. bill for our call. Dates are also really important. So dates are going to oh. inform how much things cost. So there's a high season and there's a low season for every location. Yes. And then there's a shoulder season. We in our industry call it a shoulder season. It just basically means mid season. Um, so dates are super important. If they know they want to go to X destination and they don't care when it is, that's easy. We'll just let them know the best times to go. But if they don't know where they want to go and they don't have any preference of when they want to go, that's when we really need to, to work together to narrow down dates that work. Do you, do you also provide the service of being the expert? Meaning that like when someone calls me and they're explaining what they want, I'm hearing what they're saying and they think they know what they want, but I know what they really want, you know, and you know, not that I'm trying to be bossy. <laughs> I, mean, I am a little bit bossy, but um, like like the example you said, they want to go to Bora Bora. They want to go and save the four seasons, but you in your, your head, as you're asking them questions, are thinking of a different place. Do you say, okay, and you know that you told me this, but can I g- give you another option that maybe you want to consider that maybe you don't even know about that you haven't been exposed to? Do you do that early on to like, like, yes, you like give them the option? Because I, again, I go back to, you don't know what you don't know. One million percent. And like I mentioned about Greece before, we've had couples that say, I just want to lay out on the beach. And so we want to mm-hmm. go to Greece. It's like, I know that that's not Greece. So let's talk about other destinations. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely, um, we definitely will help. It's such an educational process. So we absolutely help to educate on destinations. And if they say, well, I think Bora Bora is where I want to go because I want white sandy beaches and I want overwater bungalow and I want an island. And so it's Bora Bora. We don't just say, great, we'll book you in Bora Bora. We will also introduce other options because at the end of the day, we want the couple to be in the best destination for what they yeah. want. So we'll say, well, you know, the Maldives also has overwater bungalows, also has white creamy sand and beautiful water. And there's a lot more resorts in the Maldives. And 
So we'll discuss different um, options cool. that make sense for what they want. Oh my gosh. This has been the most enlightening episode, I think, where I got the most education out of it, even maybe just for myself. Oh, <laughs> you know, so happy. I'm like, and the, like, even just that you said, Pamela, about like, like changing the mindset behind travel agents or advisors. Because, yes. yeah, like back when I was a kid, that was the deal. But then the internet came along and everyone just. Never mind. We don't use. We just book everything online. Totally. And then the influencers came in and like, we're going to tell you where to go. And now I'm feeling like, oh, we definitely need to be leaning into the humans and not chat GPT to be setting up your entire that whole mess. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. Like I love AI, but I'm not going to have it plan my honeymoon or any other large vacation. Totally. And we have had, actually had very high end clients give us an itinerary from ChatGPT and say, I want to do this. Can you book everything? And I'm not going to lie. The itinerary looked pretty good, but there were major holes in the activity. Yeah. Itinerary. So yeah. definitely, can you get great ideas from AI? Can you get great ideas from Instagram? Absolutely. But having a professional to really help with the human part of it and AI didn't taste the food at this restaurant and this influencer <laughs> is vegan. So why would you trust their steak and treat uh, suggestion? You know, like all of those things um, really play a role in it. So yeah, there you cannot take the human out of this business. Just yeah. like what you're saying, you just can't take the human out of it. Pamela, thank you so much. This is, you, you have to come back. I've already signed your, I forged your signature on the dotted line going, <laughs> Thank you. We're going to talk about these four things because there's so much travel around weddings. Yeah. So I, I really appreciate it. And um, I'm very excited for those episodes. Like they're like my the wheels are spinning in my head. I really appreciate you. I Thanks, appreciate friend. you. Kelly. Oh my God. What an honor to be invited. I just, I just love chatting with you always. And this was so fun. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm so glad to be able to share my wedding experiences and expertise with you and that my co-hosts are so giving of theirs. We truly do want you to have the best time at your wedding. And our hope is that this podcast is helping you to make your engagement time while planning your wedding that much easier. May I ask a favor of you if this is the case? Would you just take a moment to leave a review of this podcast on your listening platform? It helps people just like you to find the podcast and to also find out their answers so they can make decisions. I would also absolutely love for you to give this versus that podcast a shout out on your social media. You can find us at this versus that wedding podcast on Instagram. And if you would like me to help you with a specific question, a wedding decision, please, by all means, ask. Send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. And maybe, just maybe even have you as a wedding guest on a future episode. How fun. Here's to another great wedding.